0: Search for Slaycation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month, December 2019. Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month is a compilation of the weird, disturbing, and downright baffling stories currently happening in our world. From UFOs to serial killers ancient sites, mysterious creatures, and even ghosts. These are the strange and scary mysteries of the month for December 2019. Number 5. Record Heist in Germany One of the oldest museums in the world, the Green Vault in Dresden, Germany was recently ransacked without warning on November 25, 2019 thieves set fire to a nearby fuse box causing some of the museum's alarms to disable so they could then come in. They cut through the bars covering the windows and entered. The museum alarm was still tipped off at 4.59 a.m. and within five minutes the police were at the scene but the thieves were already gone. The robbers used an Audi 6 vehicle to get away Later, a car matching the description was found abandoned and set on fire in a nearby parking garage. The car was recovered and is currently under police custody. One of the security cameras actually captured one of the thieves. Currently police are mum about the details of the crime, although they said they would release the footage soon. Authorities say the theft is one of the most brazen and damaging. According to initial reports, at least three sets of 18th century royal jewelry was taken. Each set of the collection has at least 37 items with diamonds, rubies, and sapphires. The amount was so large it's estimated the stolen items could be worth more than $1.1 billion. Before the theft, the green vault held over 4,000 pieces and almost 1,000 set on display at the new green vault and the rest were displayed at the historic Green Vault. The case is still ongoing, officials are now saying it's one of the most devastating museum thefts ever, not just in terms of value that was stolen, but also culturally and historically. Number 4. Chemistry Professor is Arrested in a case of life imitating art, two chemistry professors in Arkansas were arrested for allegedly running a meth lab. Bradley Rowland, who was 40 years old, and 45-year-old Terry Bateman both worked for the Henderson State University and were taken into police custody on November 15th. Prior to this, there was a report of an unusual odor at the university's school lab. During the investigation, The Arkadelphia Police, which is a special narcotics task force, along with the university, tested the lab and found traces of benzyl chloride, a chemical in dyes and photographic developers used to synthesize methamphetamines. There was also drug paraphernalia found in the lab. Officials from the school confirmed to the press that the investigation in the school lab led to the arrest of the two professors. However, it's unclear if the meth they allegedly made was sold in the school. One of the accused professors, Roland, once stated in an interview for the Henderson State University Oracle that he was a fan of Breaking Bad, an AMC TV show featuring protagonist Walter White, a cancer-stricken chemistry teacher who turned to manufacturing and dealing meth to help pay for his treatments. He eventually becomes a drug lord, and ends up adopting the dealer alias Heisenberg. The two professors are currently in custody. There is no further information about the case released to the public for now. While the arrests are unusual and unexpected, it's not the first time a Breaking Bad-related crime came true in real life. In the show, a fast-food restaurant owner named Gus Fring was arrested for dealing meth on the side. In real life, a taco chain shop owner, Adolfo Flacco Mitchell, was arrested for a similar crime. He was shipping illegal drugs, particularly crystal meth from the west coast all the way to the east coast. Number 3 Mysterious howls in Ontario For Gino Mikis, a Canadian native living in the Sioux Lookout, it was an ordinary hunting day with his wife and grandson on October 3, 2019. Everything seemed fine. They hiked for about 10 to 15 minutes, walked down looking for grouse. Then they turned around and started walking back to their vehicle, and that's when they heard it. The sound was coming from about 500 meters away from their vehicle. A mysterious loud howl rang through the northern Ontario forest. Meekes first thought it was a moose because it was mating season, but after hearing the repeated howls, he realized it wasn't a moose at all, but he couldn't figure out what kind of animal would make that sound. He began recording the howls while pointing the camera view to the nearby woods where they were coming from. He said the howls lasted for five minutes, but he only managed to capture about three minutes worth. The family laughed fast because they got afraid it might be coming their way as the sound seemed to have grown closer. While unusual, this isn't the first mysterious sound that was reported in the area. Sioux Lookout is a small town in northwestern Ontario. The name hails from the Ojibwe people who once hid on the mountain to watch out for approaching Sioux Warriors. Over time, the area has become a favorite Bigfoot lookout spot and currently one of the more prominent spots where mysterious sounds have been heard and recorded. It was in 1998 when witnesses reported seeing a bipedal furry creature in the area. One of them said it wasn't a bear, citing the shoulders were broad and it had a thick appearance topped by a small knobby head. In 2000, the local Ajabwe discovered weird tracks measuring 18 inches long and 6 inches wide. In 2012, a Bigfoot family sighting was actually also reported in that area. Some say the mysterious house could be a Bigfoot. They also point to the fact that the sounds recorded seem similar to the alleged Bigfoots heard in Cleveland in 2015. Aside from Bigfoot, others have offered up the mythical Wendigo as a possible source, while other explanations are more rooted in reality, saying it could be a wolf or possibly a large grizzly. Even though bears haven't been found in the area, there's reason to believe they roam as far north as Manitoba. And could likely wander into the space as well whatever type of animal or creature is making the sound for Meekis, he was glad he didn't stick around to find out what it was number two the confession killer i've killed them every way except poison those are the chilling words of a man who claimed to have killed over 600 people Serial killer Henry Lee Lucas shot to notoriety when he was arrested in the 1980s for killing his mother and two others in Texas. During his trial, he offhandedly remarked about killing 100 of them, and soon local Georgetown police wanted to find out more. Born in 1936 in Blacksburg, Virginia, Lucas was half-blind when he lost his eye at 10 years old due to an infection. Raised by a mother who was a sex worker was abused from a very young age. Lucas was forced to watch his mom have sex with clients so he could be pimped out as well. His mother also forced him to wear girls clothes, something that was only stopped when teachers intervened and a court order was issued to the mother. After hitting sixth grade in 1949, Lucas dropped out of school and ran away from home. For years he lived life as a drifter, In 1954, he was convicted for a series of burglaries in Richmond, Virginia. He served prison time until 1959, and after his release, he lived with his sister Opal in Michigan and was set to marry a pen pal. But his mother disapproved of the relationship and said he should go back to Texas to care for her as she got older. Following a fierce argument, Lucas killed his mother on January 11, 1960. He was sent to prison for second degree murder and sentenced to twenty to forty years, but was released after serving only ten due to overcrowding. Then a series of crimes and accusations followed Lucas after his release. He was accused of attempting to kidnap schoolgirls and sexually abusing his girlfriend's daughter. Then he met Otis Toole in Florida. The two struck a friendship and both also became lovers. Otis Toole would go on to be convicted of six counts of murder. During Lucas's friendship with Toole, he became close to his niece, Frida Becky Powell. She was only 15 years old, but developed a friendship with Lucas. The two traveled together and ended up being hired to take care of 82-year-old Kate Rich. The two were eventually booted from the job, though, and moved out. Soon after, Lucas killed Becky. He said the two got into an argument, then afterward he dismembered her body. After that, he killed Kate Rich as well. Lucas was a free man until 1983 when he was arrested for unlawful possession of a firearm. He confessed to the murder of Powell and Rich by this time. During the following interviews, Lucas kept confessing to more and more crimes. This included countless unsolved killings. Police officers at the time thought there was some truth to his confession at least 28 of the murders, so the Lucas Task Force was then created. From here on out, Lucas kept confessing to more and more unsolved crimes. During his confession spree, the task force managed to clear 213 unsolved murders. Because of this, Lucas became a preferred inmate. In fact, task force officers took him to restaurants or cafes, and usually without handcuffs. He was even allowed to wander around the jail and police station knowing the security codes of the doors. For some time, officers believed Lucas's every word until his confessions became so absurd and so high of a number it was difficult to ignore that he might be lying. While some officers believed he may have killed and correctly admitted to several murders, it was clear he was guessing with the others. Apparently, police officers allowed Lucas to read through the case files so he was able to correctly guess the manner of death for the victims. This also gave him proper insight on what to say when he was asked about the crimes. Many say Henry Lee Lucas had a low IQ, but he showed himself to be more cunning and smarter than anyone expected. When police began to put together the impossibility of the timeline of his killings and confirmed whereabouts during the killings, The bulk of his murder confessions fell apart. There was also some sign that despite knowing he was lying about the confessions, officers allowed him to keep going to clear the books. Officially, there are three murders linked to Lucas, although he was convicted of 11 out of the hundreds of murder confessions he made. There are some officers that believe he may have committed up to 40 killings, but no more than that. Henry Lee Lucas eventually died in prison at the age of 64, He was found dead on March 12, 2001 from heart failure and was buried in Huntsville, Texas. Netflix's The Confession Killer is a six-part documentary that seeks to introduce Lucas, his crimes, and controversial confessions to a whole new audience. Recently, just this past month, it became available to stream. Number 1. 1984 Life on Mars Found For a long time, people have been speculating whether life on Mars is possible. But apparently, if this CIA document is real, it's possible that we already have the answer to that. A mysterious CIA document that sat classified for years recently caught the attention of curious alien and conspiracy enthusiasts. The titillating title itself says it all, Mars Exploration, May 22, 1984. The document is a transcript of a recorded remote viewing session conducted by the CIA together with a remote viewer. Although not revealed in the CIA document, the remote viewer in question, indicated as the subject, is Joe McMoneagle. Joe McMoneagle is a retired member of the U.S. Army and worked as a remote viewer for the U.S. Army Intelligence and the Stanford Research Institute in a once-classified program called the Stargate Project, which ran from 1978 to 1995. In the CIA document, Joe is given a set of coordinates and a sealed envelope. He was not allowed to read the envelope before the session ended, After being given coordinates, the interview starts with the sub describing severe clouds, which he described as being a geological problem. He is asked to move back in time before this problem occurs. The sub reports seeing shadows of tall, thin people wearing strange clothes. He describes the location he sees as a deep cavern, and he is asked by the moderator to move inside and describe it. He says that it looks like the wall of a canyon with smooth stone. He adds there are several rooms that are huge, really huge. He is moved to a different location, just slightly from where he was. This time, he describes seeing a large road and says he is seeing a large marker, describing it as an obelisk. He is asked to move again in the same area, but slightly adjusted. This time, he sees the area he was looking at was in the middle of a large circular basin with rugged mountains all around it. The moderator moves him in a different position and he describes seeing a cluster of squares connected and reflecting light. At some point he seems to be losing focus according to the moderator and he has moved a considerable distance away. He then says he is seeing pyramids but different. At one point, the moderator tells someone else that he will allow the subject to just go with the things he finds interesting instead of guiding him through the coordinates. From here, the sub describes the pyramid-like things to be a form of shelter from storms. He says the people use it for sleeping or some form of hibernation. The people, he said, were tall, thin, and wearing clothing like silk, but not flowing, cut to fit. He says the people are dying and they're looking for a way to survive. Apparently they can't get out, they can't seem to find a way out so they're waiting for someone or something to return to give them an answer. He was told a party had gone to find a new place for them to live because of the corruption of their environment. The sub is asked to go with them on their journey and describes where they go. He says the new place is filled with volcanoes and gas pockets along with strange plants. He describes it as volatile but with plenty of vegetation, unlike the previous planet. The session then ends. The CIA document, according to some, is proof the government knew there was once life on Mars way back in 1984. Apparently, the coordinates being given to the subject was on the planet Mars but a thousand years ago in the past. The place the viewer was said to be describing was the last remnants of the people of Mars as they searched for a new habitat after destroying their planet's environment and ended up here on Earth. So there were the strange and scary mysteries of the month for December 2019. Every day we encounter strange and mysterious stories that most of us don't know what to make of. These are just a handful, but there's still so much more to uncover. If you enjoyed watching this video, then please subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell. We have new videos coming out every Wednesday and Saturday that we know you'll want to check out. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you soon.